Welcome to Confessions of Ignorance. This is Kirsten. And I'm Erin. Good job. Thank you. You did the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) You looked at me, so I spoke. I just didn't know what you were going to say. If you were just going (laughs) to stare at me or if you were going to like speak, but you said your name. So I'm proud of you. That's what you did the right thing. Thank you. Um, Erin, welcome to our podcast. Thanks. This is my business partner, one of my best friends, Erin Morgan. I feel so honored. Emily's not here today. She has a lot of FOMO, but we're going to have so much fun. Yeah. So we're just happy that you're here. And we're going to talk about our House of Jade journey. We own a company, for those who don't know, House of Jade Interiors and House of Jade Home. Interior design and homewares. Yeah. Is that how we describe it? Residential. Residential design. Yep. And we love it. So great. We're going to talk all about it. All the years nothing out. that we've dedicated to this business. So many years that, so many that honestly years. feel like they should be triple what they are. It's so true. Yeah, it's just a lot. So before we do that, though, Emily and I always do a Marco Polo topic. Okay. So we're going to talk today because it's actually Valentine's Day. Okay. About love languages. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe yeah. I should, you should cut that out. Aaron was like, you don't know the oh, calendar. It's Valentine's Day? Cool. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We're recording this early. It will be Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. So we thought it would be fun to talk about love languages. I think I know okay. yours. Mm-hmm. So let's see if I you totally know mine. Know yours too. Okay. Yours are words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is maybe, I mean, do you have to have two? I feel like I only no. have one. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I have three. Oh, dang. I have many. You're just all of them. I just need You're lots just of things. So I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it comes to love, I don't know if you had to have a second, if you had to say there's one other one, what would it be? Mm. Is it physical touch? No. What about quality time? Yeah, maybe quality time. I don't know. I've never, you're putting me on the spot here. Okay, I've never really thought fine. about this. I mean, words of affirmation is definitely like, if there were another one, it would be 80 20. Yeah. You know, like I, that one is so prominent. Okay. Maybe that just takes over everything else. Cause yeah. it just, it's so important to you. Wait, remind me like Qual- words of affirmation, mm-hmm. quality time, gifts, acts of service. Oh, acts of service. And physical touch. And physical touch. Yeah. I would probably say acts of service, actually. Okay. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So you like it when someone says nice things to you and does nice things for you. Yeah. That's Isn't so that great. weird? No. It's not weird. None <laughs> of these are weird. There's no wrong normal. answer. They're all they're all fine. They're it's all fine. Like such an aha moment when you yeah. like realize what your love language is, but then it's like, oh, I like people to say nice things and do nice things for me. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> I <laughs> that feel love. It's kind of obvious. I don't know. Is that how you give love? No. But I would say that you one of the ways you show love is acts of service. I do think okay. that's true. Yeah. You know, I think that's true. Too. Like you're always saying, what can I do? You always mm-hmm. watch my kids for me. Mm-hmm. Like you're always there to like swing by with us something. You right. Know, if yeah. That's needs true. It. That's easy for me. Like it's yeah. easy for me to like give of my time or like bring someone dinner or watch someone's kids. Like yeah. that's super easy for me. I would rather do that than like have to think of a thoughtful present that like yeah. you would like, like that stresses me out. You do always say that you don't like gifts is, are hard. Like they well, yeah, do, they are stressful so for pressure. you. I'm yeah. like, Oh, I, it needs to be meaningful. I want it to be good. Yeah. So that just stresses me out. But you know what? So but now putting this on me, one of my love languages is gifts. Right. But I Which am I know. totally, I totally fine that. with it not being thoughtful, by the way, okay. I'm totally fine with just 
money uh-huh. is great. Like, which is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I because just, I love to shop. I'm just gonna drop off like five dollar bills every yeah, now and again. Yeah, just slide it under my doormat and say, <laughs> "I love you." Here's five dollars. That's so easy. That's yeah, so easy. but but I I love to shop or have like an excuse to shop. So I do love gift cards. Yeah. I love. I don't know. Like you don't have to give me money, but I'm just saying it's really not to me so much about the thought behind it. Right. I just, I love getting things and having things and mm-hmm. it's, you know, I mm-hmm. don't care if you think really sometimes. Well, I guess even if someone gives something to you, there is a little bit of thought put into it, right? At least yeah. they're thinking of you. Totally. So, and it feels good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So I like that. And then also, um, acts of service is one for me too. Okay. I just yeah. love to be like the best thing that you could do. I mean, I'm mostly thinking of Josh, not you, but like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, what can I it's do just like, you? come home and say, what do you need? Like, mm-hmm. how can I help? Like yeah, that is yeah, yeah. so big for okay. me. And I can see that in like, even our business relationship too. Yeah. Like you're, if I feel like we are on a better like mm-hmm. connection as business partners, if we're like backing each other up. Yeah. You know? So exa- for example, Monday was Josh's birthday and I said, Hey, can you do this meeting for me? And you were mm-hmm. like, sure. And that was so meaningful mm-hmm. because for me, I was like, Oh, someone is like serving me. Okay, it just sweet. felt so great. Okay. You did so good. Just like so. getting points. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, anyway, so it's interesting. I do think that like physical touch for me is fine. Yeah. You know, like that's how I am whatever yeah. I'm, you know, I'm fine, whatever, either way. And then, um, words of affirmation. I don't know for Mm. me, isn't that as big of a deal? Yeah. But obviously nice. I'm not like mad when somebody says something nice, you know? Yeah. But Um, it's not like you're hanging on everybody's word. No, but I also really like tell myself this, like words of affirmation. Like I'm I'm better at just affirming myself. I mean, that's (laughs) actually a really good skill. Like just so you know, like I've been in years of therapy trying to teach myself how to how to affirm yourself to myself. Yeah. So like that's a big deal. Yeah. But then sometimes I think I take it far too far. Like (laughs) Josh is always like, you can do no wrong. You're always right. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So So, yeah, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. There are levels. There are, there are. I know. So anyway, this was great. I feel like I know you more. Do Actually, you? I already knew those things about you. Yeah. So I, it's the same. But okay. Okay. So let's talk about no one's here to ask us questions, but I'm going to, yeah. I'm just going to take over kind of telling our listeners how we met mm-hmm. and how we started House of Jade and Tears. And I do feel like it's akin to being married. So when we say, it's how did you so meet? True. And how did you form a family together in a relationship? It's that's so pretty true. much what I'm asking right now. Like I legit feel like I treat my relationship with you like a marriage. Yeah. And 100%. We've, we've been through like marriage yeah. things, yeah. you know, so <laughs> it is really accurate. But um, yeah, we had our first meeting at like a church activity. Yeah. And I think what's in, yeah. I mean, we've definitely we neighbors, friends first, which right. I think is important and the basis of our entire relationship Any marriage. and yes, yes marriage you, you and be business relationship, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I need to know that first and foremost, that like my business partner has my personal needs and my family's needs, mm-hmm. you know, those come first, like a foundation of mutual love and respect 100% and also just enjoying being together. Yeah. Like totally. that is a big deal. You spend a lot of time together for so, sure. Yeah. You better like each other. Yeah. And, and I remember exactly what you were wearing. I remember your hair. You I remember everything. That's yes. kind of creepy. I like went home and wrote it in my journal. <gasps> just kidding. <laughs> just, 
Erin's face just got scared. She was like, like, whoa. I am so weird. I didn't know you were so creepy. (laughs) No, I didn't not write about it in my journal. You're lying, but you knew what I was wearing. Yeah. Oh, I just remember you had like this J. Crew coat. It was back when the pea coats were just like everything. Or I don't know if it was a pea coat, but it was one of the popular J. Crew. Yes. And then you had your like bright blonde hair and it was just like curled in these big like Farrah Fawcett curls. Like that, you know. I Uh do remember that. When I had blonde hair. Yeah. Like real blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. What was I wearing? Um, <laughs> no idea. Yeah. I don't actually have any idea. Either, so. <laughs> I just remember you were so friendly and yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it was intense. And it's still happening. But I think that actually like personalities like yours are good for me because mm-hmm. I am more like muted and like an introvert. So which is yeah. funny because I've heard you describe yourself as an introvert before, but I definitely don't feel like you're an introvert. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I grew up super shy, like so yeah. painfully shy that I couldn't talk to people. So I think I naturally am introverted, but I also, I just think I can turn it on better than you. Mm. Like you're, you mm. do not, you are just who just you are. Like, yeah. You, you get what you get. You, yeah. And I am, I am because I'm a huge people pleaser to me. It's really important that the people mm. around me like get good energy and like right, right. so I feel like I have to work for it but it's still work sometimes yeah, you know yeah, that makes sense yeah so anyway we met and we were friends yeah and we, we had, became fat we became yeah, fast friends yes for sure and we had um kids like the same ages mm-hmm. boys which was so fun mm-hmm. they and were we, just like nine months old they yeah. were babies and you were looking at the time for something to do yeah I just needed something to occupy my mind, like an, a, a creative outlet, mm-hmm. you know, I just, the stay at home mom thing was just not, um, as fulfilling as I wanted it to be at that time. Yeah. So I just needed something. So I actually, um, started an Etsy shop. Yeah. I started sewing. I had sewing just shout came. out plush studio. <laughs> yeah. My Etsy shop. Yeah. It's no, it's not there. Don't go to it. Please. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I grew up, my mom was a big seamstress. She sewed our Halloween costumes every year. Like she made clothes for us. And so I was, it was normal for me to be around a sewing machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just came easy to me. So anyways, I was like, Oh, this will be easy. And I love fabric and textiles and all of that stuff. So you're also very technically minded and you're I a perfectionist. Am. So I yeah. feel like that was a good for you, like a good job for you because mm-hmm. you could just sit down and like do something the out. right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but it was still kind of creative and you yeah. got to be in the world of fabric and like, right. we, I, you helped me with some of my client work, which was fun. So we kind of had an introduction into working together. Yeah. So it was kind of fun. I was so, started to sew pillows for your clients mm-hmm. and then we were like collaborating a little bit on fabric yeah, and, and it was, it was just fun. Yeah. yeah. And then we did like a project together uh-huh. and then I, I at the time had stopped doing design work because we at that time had a our second kids. Yeah. And you were mainly just doing your blog. I was just doing my blog because the client work was just too much on my own. And so I had kind of stopped, but then we did a project together and it was like fun and interesting. And I don't know. I still remember to this day, like you showing up where it was on your doorstep. I don't remember what we were doing, but all of a sudden you were like, I have an idea. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, then how many more times did you hear that down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every week. Yeah. No, but you're like, oh, we should, what do you think about starting a business together? And I was like, 
okay yeah like I was just totally down I, I know because no we idea. didn't we didn't know we didn't no know idea. what we were getting ourselves yeah. into <laughs> so we started well we called it seven day design yeah and let's not talk we yeah. probably shouldn't tell you that. yeah actually it was so embarrassing but we, we were just like oh we'll do projects for people in seven days and it'll be a fast they'll turnaround. have no say like yeah. we'll just bring in whatever it'll we want a like surprise. a tv show like, yeah, a, TV like a tv show, show. Um, and we did that a couple times, but then we, tr- we started to figure out that clients like to have a say and they yeah. kind of want to be more involved. And so they actually more how we're spending their money. Yeah. They actually like want to be <laughs> like involved. So we, it morphed into something else. And then at some point we made it official by coming up with a name and creating a website and right. opening up a bank account and getting the mm-hmm. license for house of Jade interiors. Yeah. So that was in the beginning of 2014. Yeah. So let's talk about those early days. Like yeah. what were some of those challenges that you specifically remember at the very beginning? And by the way, the challenges are still going, they're for just sure. different, but yeah. they've always been there. Right. Every stage is a different set of challenges. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't remember I think the hardest thing was probably managing work and home life, you mm-hmm. know, like trying to figure that out. When are we going to work? When are, when am I going to be with my kids? But at the time, it was just so new and fresh and exciting. Like I was just all in. Yeah. You know? I remember the first time that you went to West Elm. And you uh-huh. called me and you were like, I just bought a dining table and chairs. This is so fun. Like it was for a client. <laughs> oh, for a client. Not for yourself. <laughs> okay, like okay. not for yourself. But it was just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were just like, this is the best. Yeah. Like it was really exciting. Yeah. And I do think we had that high to ride for a while. Yeah, it's true. Of just like, because it is a fun job. It is it a, way is fun, a fun job. job. And you got to be so creative and do mm-hmm. things that were really different and stretch your stretch yourself and use, like, you know, at the time we didn't have big budgets for our own houses. Right. So to be able to do things like that for other people was so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I mean, even still, majority of our clients are not like us. Yeah. We walk into their homes and we're just like, Whoa, this is, this is like double the size of our house. And there are finishes and things that we never have had dream projects that like you want to design and you want to get your hands in, but Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily projects that we can afford to do in our own homes. Yeah. So it's really fulfilling, but some of the challenges I think were that like the balance of the kids and we, Mm -hmm. we ended up getting a good system. Like we had a daycare that we'd go to for, to drop off our kids. And then you Mm -hmm. and I would work on like, it wasn't, and it was very part-time. We were not working full-time. Right. But I think the challenge was that we were doing everything ourselves. So not only were we doing the designing, we were doing all the ordering, Mm -hmm. all the executing, all the sewing. You were Mm -hmm. still the seamstress. I was sewing everything. And then you were still trying to do all the accounting, the bookkeeping. It was, it was so much for two people. It was. Yeah. I, I mean, in the long run, I think it was good because we learned how to do every aspect of the business, Right. you know? So we kind of forced ourselves to be knowledgeable in how to grow every aspect, you mm-hmm. know, because unfortunately they're like the design portion of running an interior design business is like 10%, I know. you know, there's like so much back end, um, and paperwork and documenting, Mm -hmm. you know, that has to happen or else like stuff just gets lost in the mix. So I do think that that was like a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we had, I remember specifically, we had one really hard client and I, which one I don't, well, we won't say the name. Mouth it to me. (laughs) I can't understand your (laughs) mouth. 
<laughs> I, I feel like if I mouth it, I will like say it, but uh, you'll, you'll remember. So we had a client and we worked so hard on the designs and this was really the first time where somebody didn't like what we had come up with. And mm. so then we revised it and we revised it. And then we sent a bill for all the revisions and she was like, I'm not paying oh, this. And right, it right. was a lot of money. And at that point too, it's hard because you have taken time away from, you've made sacrifices to be mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not getting paid for it or it's not being valued. Right. And, and at that point you're just like, why are we doing this? Like yeah. what's happening? And I remember we were sitting in a gas station parking lot and crying. Like we really, were, you don't remember that. I do not remember that. Yeah. It was really sad. I really mean, we've sad. gone through some really hard things. So. We have shed many tears, like <laughs> many, many. I don't know. I don't remember that. I remember that client. I know who you're talking about, Yeah, but I do think that that is definitely something we've had to learn over the years is that like, it's not personal, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately running a design firm we're designing. I mean, yeah, we kind of have a style and a brand, but we're also designing based on the client's needs and wants. Right. So we have to adjust our personal style and brand to, you know, make sure that it fits with their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and their needs and what they want to live with. And it's not, you know, we can't take that personally, Yeah. but that's really hard you know, you got to grow a thick skin. Like that's hard to take at first. Well, and it's fine if you're getting paid for all that time, but then when you're not getting paid it. And so then, you know, we start doing, we implement contracts and we're, we start to get a lot better at protecting ourselves more Mm -hmm. so that that happens less. Um, but yeah, that was hard. I think at the beginning too, you just kind of assume that everyone's just going to like trust you. You, We're all going to be trusting of Mm -hmm. each other and like very gracious and but we'd ha- we had experienced that up to that point, you know, like <laughs> yeah, everyone true. was like, Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm obsessed. They, we had just like the nicest people. Yeah. And then to have someone who was more difficult and also red flag, they had worked with another firm and they had fired mm-hmm. that designer and then hired us. And I think, I just think that we, we, this we were was, starting to be able yeah. to make note of red flags. Yeah. Some things that we now need are a little bit more cautious or we just ask more questions, right. you know, when we ask things the like, right questions. Exactly. So that was hard. And then I think at the beginning too, it was, I don't think it was challenging or hard necessarily, but it was interesting when I had been doing it by myself for so long mm-hmm. to have another person and you and I both are good at sharing our opinions, but also sticking up for our opinions. Mm-hmm. Neither yeah, of us very strong yes, women. Yes. We're both oldest children. Yeah. And I think that we more a type personality. I think so. Um, so I think that that was just a challenge as far as maybe compromising, but mm-hmm. also that's, I think when some of the magic happens yeah. that, that honestly, I think is one of the things that's made us the most successful is there's two brains behind everything right and we can bring up things the other person maybe didn't think about Mm -hmm. or just like force them to look at it in a different way but then also know when maybe it's okay to say yeah actually that's you're right that's fine yeah you know I think also too something that we did well I mean especially look at each other's strengths and weaknesses you know right we, we do that with our designers today too like we're very keen on what everyone's strengths are and including you and I, like Mm -hmm. I have different strengths than you do. You know, like I'm more 
you know, okay with the business side and into, you know, the bookkeeping and mathematics of it. And mm-hmm. you hate math and yeah, I don't like any of that yeah, stuff. Like are yeah. not as business minded. Mm-hmm. You're more creative minded, mm-hmm. you know? And so it makes sense that you're more in like the marketing and, yeah. you know, so I think that we, what we did was split up the different aspects of the business. And so I was over accounting mm-hmm. and, yeah, you were over. What, else? what is I doing? I can't even remember. Well, you now. were over accounting, but I think also like I think you helped with purchasing. I think that you were definitely more involved in the everything that's happening behind the scenes, and then I was a little bit more involved in the you know the accessorizing, the styling, the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also what we would do too is split up being in charge of projects. So mm-hmm. like we would take turns being project manager, which I also think helps because we're like, okay, if you're over a department or you're project manager, then you have last say. Yes. You know, so like, even if we disagree on something at the end of the day, whoever the project manager is mm-hmm. gets the last say, and that's just is what it is. And we move on. Yeah. And we still did everything together. Yeah, like all did. of the pro like we would split everything up by room. Uh-huh. So it'd be, you take this room, you take this room. Also you always had, um, more, more, more passion for finishes. Mm-hmm. And I always right. had more interest in the furnishings and the accessor, the accessories. So yeah, kind of like the first phase was like my, my thing, like the yeah. architecture and floor plans mm-hmm. and, and the hard finishes layouts and yeah. hard finishes. That was like, gave me life mm-hmm. and you're way better at textiles and accessorizing mm-hmm. and furnishings and stuff. So sometimes we would, you know, you would take a kitchen and the bathrooms right. and maybe another room. And I, I was always like, I'll do the kids rooms and I'll do the bedrooms mm-hmm. and the living room or whatever. So yeah, you're really good at kids spaces. And that, and it was fun because we both got to do what we loved. Right. Right. But also still work together, mm-hmm. which was great. So what would you say were some of the challenges as far as, okay, this is fun, but now we're partners, but also still friends. Yeah. I know it's kind of crazy. Like we have had to juggle that the whole time. Like what, which is blurry a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, like friendship versus business partners. And when we have to try and take out the personal side of it, but I mean, that's really hard to do. It's hard Mm -hmm. to separate it. Lots of people can't do it. Yeah, Yeah. Which I mean, sometimes we're good at it and sometimes we're not. Yeah. So I think that maybe it just comes with experience and time of, Mm -hmm. you know, what works and what doesn't and getting to know each other and when to compromise, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And honestly, it's just a lot of communicating. Oh, 100% hours of talking, which like a marriage. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You have to like say your true feelings Mm -hmm. or else they just fester. Yeah. You know, like, well, and it boil inside of you. I remember, can I share one fight? Sure. This was like the first, this is well, you know, it It was one of the first fights. And I think I was just like, this is so exciting because we were fighting. No, no, no. The business. (laughs) I'm like, I love a fight. Well, I, I don't mind a fight, but I was just, the business was so exciting. And it was also, by the way, it moved really fast, faster than we anticipated or really were really prepared for, Mm -hmm. which was amazing and such a blessing because we just were getting, I mean, we had a lot of work. We really couldn't handle all the work and not just that, but like the Instagram account was growing and it was really fun and we wanted to keep the momentum, but I think at some point it became a little fast for you. Yes. And I remember I, I really wanted to do a house tour of your home mm. and you, 
I think even more almost now. I died. Yeah, it almost <laughs> killed you. Maybe you did die and had to be resuscitated. But it. But now knowing you better, it makes sense. And at the time, I just didn't even know you as well as I do mm, now. Mm-hmm. That putting that out there is personal for you. Yeah. And you are a perfectionist and you're hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that you were just like, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready yeah, for like a long yeah. time. You know, like I'm not, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. To expose it to the masses. Yeah. It just felt like really scary. Yeah. And so I think you were anxious about it, but I, but it doesn't, that stuff doesn't bother me. So I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. And I just remember we got in a fight in your kitchen and you said, why does everything have to move at lightning speed? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're always, which is a really good quality of yours. Like you're always just go, 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 which Mm -hmm. is amazing, you know, but I think that also I, I was, I wanted to always keep up with you, Mm -hmm. which is a good motivator for me. But I also think that I, I needed to realize that like, I don't have to be you. Yeah. And it's honestly taken us years to get there, Mm -hmm. but also, yeah. And I think there were some struggles along with that because what ended up happening is that I still stayed kind of at my level and you were with me for so long and then Mm -hmm. it kind of became harder and harder and harder. Right. And we didn't know how to handle that. Like, how do you handle working side by side? And then all of a sudden somebody's not in it as much or not Mm -hmm. feeling the same. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I think that caused a lot of tension, you know, like, well, I think at the beginning, like probably the first, I don't know, I'd probably say like five to six years Mm -hmm. we were pretty good at being like well because we were still having babies yeah we still had two more I had two more kids after and you had one more yeah so I mean that's way more understandable and like easy to accept Mm -hmm. when you're like I want to have another baby which we like counsel with each other yeah (laughs) it's like a marriage like are you ready am I ready are we doing this yeah Yeah. but we couldn't have babies at the same time no because it was like our business would crumble so it was like okay you have a baby I'll pick up the slack Mm -hmm. you know so it was like I would take over for you and then it would be like okay I'm gonna have a baby now yeah you take it it's my time yeah yeah like and we would take turns like that and it worked really well for a lot of years you know and Mm -hmm. I think it was good for each of us to have that you know kind of mental break and like be able to focus on our family for a little bit and stuff but then you stopped having kids but then but I you stopped still needed kids. mental breaks yes yeah. and I was like wait where's my baby should I have another baby you're like I am having goat babies but like it's I'm not getting maternity leave that's weird yeah I just started buying all these animals and birthing animals because I just needed some yeah some, I don't know but you like, weren't getting outlet. breaks yeah, yeah. So that was, that had to be a conversation. And I think what was hard about that too, is that you, I do think there was a part of you that wanted me to feel the same way as you. Right. And there was a part of me that wanted you to feel how I felt. Same way as you. And we just couldn't quite figure out like, what do we do about this? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So it did, I mean, there was a time when it got pretty challenging. And in the meantime, we took on another business partner. Right. Which was, I think, awesome because then it provided an opportunity for us to step back from some of the things that we honestly just couldn't do. Yeah. Especially right. at the pace we were still growing. It just yeah, didn't make sense. Yeah, we were growing so fast that like we couldn't keep up with all the things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that also felt kind of daunting and we were like, how do we proceed to do this, you know? And anyways, yeah, I had, I mean, I have my cousin, mm-hmm. Cameron. Shout out Cam. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. I'm um, sure he's listening. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but he, like, we've been really good friends our whole lives. And 
I mean, we had collaborated a little bit and got out to lunch multiple times. Just to ask for advice, yeah, really. Yeah, ask for yeah. advice. And he would talk about his business and we would talk about ours and we would kind of like go back and forth. And anyways, he ended up selling his business. So he was, he was you like, know, he was like oh, on the market yeah, for something else. The market. <laughs> yeah, he totally was. Yeah. So, so we're we like scooped him up. Yeah. And, and it was great. It I think was. it was really, really helpful. And kind of like like put a bunch of fresh breath into the business. Well, and just to have someone saying things like, did you, have you thought about this or like what's going on here? And, and he, he really did breathe new life. Plus then we were able to start house of Jade home, which Mm -hmm. at the time we just did not have capacity to do Mm -hmm. on our own, but we, it was kind of a dream. Yeah. So he came in and really got that going um, and helped us with a lot of the procedures and processes. And he loves Excel. So that was great because so we don't. So yeah. <laughs> he, he just thrived in some of those things that we really needed. Right. And then it then it kind of fell at the time to you. I do think it was hard for you because we were all in this to grow and push really hard for a while. Mm-hmm. And you did for a long time, like to your yeah. credit, like we worked our butts off we did. at that phase. Cause we're hiring new people. We're getting an office. Now we have a lease. Now we have a whole separate business that mm-hmm. we're running. Like it was mm-hmm. a lot for years of just grinding. Grind, yeah. yeah. And then it was, you know, to the point that you, I think you were like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I got to take a breather. Yeah. I got to have my baby, my, <laughs> my mental, baby. my mental baby. I, yeah. I think that something that like, unfortunately <clears throat> for many years, I think I was just, I wasn't paying attention to myself and my own needs and what those needs were. I was focusing on <clears throat> like, what does the business need, you yeah. know? And so I was putting myself out there for the business um, almost in every way possible that like my family was, you know, Mm -hmm. struggling because of it. I was struggling mentally because of it. And it kind of just came to a head. Yeah. Like, I think there were a lot of things you weren't addressing for sure. Things we knew were going on. And by the way, like you, and some of these things are mental health related. And I will say like, you were, you were going through medication. It's not like Mm -hmm. you were just, putting it completely to the side. I was trying, but but it wasn't what was necessary. <clears throat> it wasn't to the extent that you that really needed, needed to do it. Yeah. Right. So then you took some time off. You kind of had a, a brain baby I for did. a year or uh-huh. so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was great. Mm-hmm. You know, it was challenging. I, I just think too, for us to be able to come to each other and say, it's not what it used to be. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I feel different than you feel. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. I, I need different things from this. And we, and for so long, I think we had been fighting that. It's true. To just say that Mm -hmm. was fine. It was fine. You know, we worked it out. Who knew this was going to turn into like a (laughs) self-love? It is Valentine's Day. (laughs) It is. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but it's true. I do think that like in a lot of relationships, like you want to show up for people, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I wanted to show up for you and Cam and I wanted to show up for the business, like this business baby that we had grown and was successful and amazing. And I still wanted to be a part of that, but there were just things that I had ignored for too long that just needed to be worked on. Yeah. So you took a break, but you were still there. I mean, Mm -hmm. you still were in spirit and, you know, spirit, spirit. I feel like you still, 
um, were involved in a lot of the high, high level decisions as far as, you know, branding and some of the Mm -hmm. initiatives and things. And I would still come to you. Um, and then you have now come back in Mm -hmm. and you're working more and it's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's still even just you coming back in has been like, now, what does this look like? And, yeah. and then I had been doing things for so long without you that I was like, mm-hmm. OK, my so just back to lots of my husband's back. I need to. <laughs> yeah, like we're doing these are our this is our family. Like, how are we yeah. doing this? And so and I think that is always how it will be just a lot of changing and growing and being Mm -hmm. okay with it but always at the base just saying okay I respect you you respect me right what do you need what do I need you know Mm -hmm. that's just like how it has to be yeah I mean yeah there's been some hard conversations that we've had to have and things that were uncomfortable to talk about Mm -hmm. and say but at the end of the day I think that it just helps us understand each other even better and become even closer as friends you know and I think when we, I remember, like, I'll never forget when we started this business, like we looked at each other in the eye and we committed to each other that it was always friends first. Yeah. You know, like our relationship is the most important thing. And like, that's what, you know, mm-hmm. if, if that's what we need to save, then that's, that's more important than the business. Yeah. Which sometimes is hard to see. You well, know? yeah, because you, like you said, it gets also blurry. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're like, but this business is me and And if you're my friend, then this business is part of it. And Mm -hmm. it just, it does sometimes get really hard to separate it, you know? Yeah. Um, At the end of the day of relationships to me though, are what's most important. Yeah. You know, even with our clients, that's kind of how we feel Mm -hmm. a lot too, is like what at the end of the day, we want our clients to to feel feel like they can trust us. Yeah. And feel heard, you know? Yes. So anyway, the point is it hasn't been easy, Yeah, but here we are. Look at us doing it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think just knowing too, that there, there can be shifts and evolutions, but there's still value in all of us. And it's even just even digging into what are the things that if you're here that you are really giving to this business and that's still valuable. Like Mm -hmm. we still need each other, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's been, I don't know. I think we just didn't, it didn't always need to be, I guess, equal. Yeah. I think that's what we had to learn. Yeah. It just took a little bit of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what, what do you feel like were some of the risks, the big risks that we took along the way? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I feel like probably one of the biggest risks we ever did was, um, the parade homes. Yeah. And they were some paid off, some didn't, Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, they true. weren't all created equal, but right. But as a small business, the ex- exposure that the parade gave to us mm-hmm. is irreplaceable. Yeah. And so for those of you who don't live here, there, Utah does a parade of homes in different counties across the state. And mm-hmm. we've done Salt Lake County and Utah County before, mm-hmm. I think both of those parades. And so we, we <clears throat> did one at the beginning and that was an amazing client. It was an amazing home. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Also, mind you, the big risk that we took is that we did it for a big discount. And it almost killed us. It did. It almost ended us because we had to pay employees. Mm-hmm. Now we had employees. It wasn't just us. So we were right. paying other people to and work. And just people to help because it yeah. just took so many hands, you mm-hmm. know, to put a house together that quickly. I mean, I remember 
like the landscapers, like it was 10 o'clock the night before the parade opened and landscapers were laying grass in the dark and we were like hanging curtains and like it was mass shoving Chick-fil-A <laughs> in our faces, you know, like it was like uh, yeah, yeah, it was up crazy. into the night craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with parade homes, because there's a deadline, like you have, you have yeah, like do there's it. no it choice. Has people to be are going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, and your name's on it. Yeah, and and thousands of people are walking through the yeah, door. Thousands. So it was amazing, and it was. You're right. It was a huge risk, and it paid off mm-hmm. because it really catapulted us really into new construction. That was right. the first new construction home that we really had done. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it was scary because I remember at the end of it, you as our accountant went back and like did the books, <laughs> and you were like, um, oh crap. Yeah, like we can't pay ourselves this month. You know, like yeah. it was it was rough, but it was worth it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then we've done some parade homes that I think weren't, you know, I think multiple times we've said we're never doing one again. I know. But I think we are doing there's one just again. So much pressure and so much work yeah. because of the deadline. And there's lots of things that are out of your control. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're very stressful. Yeah. Which but, we do have one this year. Yeah, so. we do. And it's going to be it's fine. A big one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest we've ever it's fine. done. Fine. We're fine. Yeah. Everything's going to be was, fine. We, it was, it was good. It was a good decision. <laughs> um, but that was, a. I think that was a really big risk. We also did a few, I mean, this wasn't as risky, but I know for you, it took a lot out of you, like TV segments where we were mm. trying to market ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably some of the worst times of your life. I just back. said the weirdest things. Like, I think I blacked out. Like I sh- I just do not feel comfortable putting myself out there like that. Like it's yeah. hard for me. Well, and it was live yes, to your credit. Live. It's yeah. live. So I'm like, okay, you got to look cute. Mm-hmm. You have to feel, you have to make it look like you feel comfortable. You have to act like you know what's going on and you have to say the right words. And yeah. unfortunately, I'm not a very like articulate person. Like I have a really smart brain, but for some reason, you the too. connection between my brain and my mouth doesn't yeah. always work. Your, your mouth's just slower. It can't keep up. It can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, to this day, my husband makes fun of me for a word that I said on one segment we did. Yeah, well, it's probably not because it's not a real word. I, I know. <laughs> we were, it was it, like a coastal it, themed it just came segment out. and Aaron said the word oceany. <laughs> and we just, we'll never let her forget it. It's the worst. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't even remember how you said it. Something like this print is very oceany. And then inside I died. (laughs) She just passes out. (laughs) Never speaks again. Anyway, we don't do that anymore. But that was something we did have to put ourselves out there so much at the beginning. Yes. You just have to. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got some clients from that and they were some really good projects that came from it. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate your sacrifice. Thank you. Like it really, it meant a lot and it helps us a lot. Thank you. So what would you say, like, if you had advice for people who were just starting out in this industry, what would you say to them? Mm. I mean, I do think that, I mean, we, this, how do I say this? There are so many designers in Utah. Like Mm. there are a lot of very talented people in Utah. And instead of feeling like they were competition, I wish I would have like, leaned on that more, Mm -hmm. you know, like I almost feel like you and I should have like, like we, neither one of us ever worked at a design firm before Mm -hmm. we started our own. Like that's like as designers crazy. Yeah. Like what were we thinking? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) I mean, so we just literally had to learn everything by Mm -hmm. mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know, which was rough. And so I feel like I would tell somebody 
please do not start your own business until you have at least done a couple of internships or worked at a few firms so that you can see how how other people do it and mm-hmm. what their processes is, are and how what you want to take from those and what you don't how and you communicate with clients and vendors and yes, yeah how like, you, I yeah, just feel like there's software so programs you much use to learn and not every design firm does it the same like it's not there's not like one right way to do it so it is it would have been super helpful I think to even just shadow a couple of designers that we knew and just asked them a ton of questions mm-hmm. and um just been like hey we're like literal newbies yeah like please just like give us some insight you know but we were like a little too proud well also at that point we had a business like yeah at the beginning too it was all decorating yeah that's true i think maybe we would choose a paint color and mm-hmm. i don't know if we ever chose it was mainly like tile. furnishings and but yeah it was yeah. just and that we felt confident in especially because you had been a seamstress so we mm-hmm. understood what are the fabrics out there what right. where do you find things and we felt we went to market i think we felt good mm-hmm. but as soon as it started coming down to plumbing and new construction new construction and new construction documents and there's just so many things that we hadn't done that we did mm-hmm. have to learn and then we did to our credit we hired people yeah and that was good too yeah. who, who did know how to do a lot of those things and that was a that mm-hmm. would be the advice that i would give is as soon as you can mm-hmm. hire somebody who's good at something that you're not yeah 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 that plays on you know your weaknesses mm-hmm. for sure neither of us did cad no, I mean, we just, I mean, I did CAD, like I worked at an architect firm, like in college and I was a draftsman, but like that had been years. And that was also like, I was doing like blueprints. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing like room layouts and stuff. Right. It was different. It was. So I, that would be my advice is figure out how to pay to hire somebody and just do it as soon as you can. And yeah. then just hiring the right people, you yeah. know, and don't be afraid to let someone go if it's not the right fit, which yeah. we've also had to do. It's true. Unfortunately. So yeah, we're like the literal definition of fake it till you make it. Yeah. We are legit. Good, but not anymore. No, now we're, <laughs> now we're actual legit. <laughs> I'm like, don't say that now. Well, we now, still have a lot of pride as you can yeah, tell. But you know what is cool now is that we have these amazing, incredible, talented designers. It's so true. Who blow our minds every single day. And I actually feel like it's like, it's almost just like, so like energizing to be in a group of creative people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's just so fun, yeah. you know, like we're just constantly like, oh my gosh, did you see that wallpaper? Mm-hmm. Like what? Look at that bench. Like our minds are blown, yeah. you know, and like just like little things that we all get excited about. Like it's really fun to just be in a collaborative and creative environment like that. Right. And so now this kind of um, segues into our next topic, which is more about the process and how we do design now. But Erin and I are very much at a supervisor level. Mm-hmm. And I like to call ourselves like the creative directors. Yeah, and we meet each week with each team and we go thoroughly through everything they're choosing. Mm-hmm. All of the finishes, all of the furniture. We like to come to an install and make sure that it's accessorized well and it looks good. For We come in for mm-hmm. every photo shoot and just make sure it's good mm-hmm. when we put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not as involved in the day-to-day client interactions yeah and contractor interactions and vendor interactions Mm -hmm. and we have a whole purchasing team now like it's amazing yeah but sometimes the fun is gone because that is what is fun so Mm -hmm. I think to your point when we get to 
see what these girls are creating, mm-hmm. that's when we, the fire comes back and it's yeah. so exciting. When we go to an install and we walk around and we get to touch things and see things in person, mm-hmm. we're constantly saying, oh my gosh, look at this, look yeah. at this. This yeah. is so cute. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that is really fun still. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that was always our plan. Mm -hmm. Like from, we always knew that like, this is how we wanted to, well, maybe not always, but from early on, we want, we knew this is how we wanted it to play out. Like we wanted to get to a level where we could kind of take a step back from the day-to-day, you know, weeds being in the Mm -hmm. weeds, so to speak. And, um, be more of like the creative flow of the business and the brand and all of that. And just make sure that like the projects we were putting out were good enough. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there is like a, like a certain satisfaction of like working with the contractors and knowing where the plumbing goes. And I mean, honestly, we kind of could do everyone's job if we had to, the contractors, the plumber, the electrician would be fine. Like not the actual labor, but like we know so much about the interior works of a home Mm -hmm. and it's so satisfying. I feel like, and Mm -hmm. I do think that that's, that's something that we're, you know, the day to day of all of those site visits and communication were removed from, which is nice in some ways. Yeah. But, um, it also like we're not as knowledgeable as we once were because we're not doing that every day anymore. Yeah, that's why I'm saying our girls are always blowing me away. Like yeah, and and we I'm I'm gonna say we still add a lot of value. Like we, you know, I think that you and I can come in and look at things too from a functional standpoint For a lot sure. of the times. And well, and how- we know way more than like the average person, but you <laughs> thank know, you. wow. Wow. Thank you. You are I'm making me feel really good. Like our designers are just incredible. Yeah. Like they're amazing. And I just love working with them. And I'm just so happy to have such amazing people mm-hmm. that work for us and that, you know, we collaborate with. I love well, it. And at some point, especially when we brought on cam, it really became, we became more aware of how we just cannot grow. If mm-hmm. it's just, if we're in the weeds of everything, Yeah, there's no more growth that's happening for our business. Mm-hmm. And for us to be able to give our employees what we want to give them, like pay them what we want and give them the office that we want and the learning opportunities, it is requiring us to grow more. Like right. that was just what became necessary. And that's what we wanted, especially now that we're focusing on House of Jade Home. It was just necessary. Yeah. Um, and I think that that transition was challenging at times, but but when we do get to sit down and see how talented these girls are, it just always feels like you said, this was the right, this is what we wanted and this is the right, right thing to do. Right. So how do you feel like, I mean, let's talk a little bit about our process just so people understand how it works. Now we've talked, right. we've kind of touched on how you and I are involved, but when you start with us, you meet with a team and we really like to get into the, the vibe of a home really mm-hmm. fast. Like what yeah. it's going to feel like. I Yeah. Research on a client is probably the most important because you need to get to know them and what they like and what they don't like and how their family functions and how many members or people they have living in their home and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the uses and ways that they uh, use their home and live so that we can bring function and beauty into their life. So I do think that like the more research you do up front, 
um, helps the project go smoother and prevents problems from happening down the line. Yeah. And we, for a long time, we didn't do that. We just jumped right into this is what your house is going to look like. But mm-hmm. then we had never done the homework before to say, is this even how you want your home to feel? Mm-hmm. And now we focus a lot on how does it feel? What are the the general colors and textures and mm-hmm. just the mood that you want your home to have? Yeah. And I think a lot of times people, that's why they hire an interior designer is because they actually, they, it's like they know they like good, pretty things, but they don't necessarily know how to put them together or how to visualize a space or how to make those pretty things function for their family. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, you know, where we come in to help them marry all of that together. Yeah. And so after we do that, then we get to work. Once we feel really comfortable with the overall aesthetic and mood, then we feel comfortable to move into hard finishes, which mm-hmm. is always the next step. And that requires usually a few weeks of gathering samples. Kind of like a phase and, one, we call yeah, it. Yeah. And we, and Aaron and I are very involved in making sure we're looking through everything, m- making sure everything feels cohesive and to, to our brand as well. Mm-hmm. And then we present that. Yeah. And that's always before that's if the floor plans are and like, uh, the house plans are already done. So yeah, lots of times we actually work with the architect on the building of the plans too. So we're going back and forth sometimes for months, yeah, redlining working and on switching windows and, and kind yeah. of collaborating with the architect and yeah. And then when we move on to hard finishes, then it all kind of just, um, comes into play and we, put everything on what we call the selections list, which mm-hmm. is like our Bible. So. Yeah. And, and that's handed off. And then it's also, um, you know, changed on occasion as yeah, things but are as little as possible yes. is the hope because it's like, once the selections list goes to the contractor or the builder, it's like, that's what they order from. Mm-hmm. That's where all the final decisions have been made. And so we don't like to meddle in it. If we can yeah, help it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like the most important thing. Yeah. And then from there, it's a lot of site visits, just making sure that though those designs come to life the way that we want them to but there's always things along the way where you know okay maybe this wall is actually smaller in person than the architect even drew it and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you know, we have to do a lot of adjusting that tile we chose is now discontinued yes. and can't be ordered love anymore. when that happens yeah. yeah so it's a lot of and then we and then it's meeting with the electrician to to say, well, this looked good on the plan, but as we're walking through the home now that it's framed, do we still feel comfortable with this? Do yeah. we want to move anything around? And so we do that and we do that with plumbing. And then it's thinking about an electrical. Yeah. It's it's really thinking about how it's getting built and making sure it's always staying with what we're wanting mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully we move into a phase two, which is furniture, which right. is, you know, my personal favorite, but, and then that usually involves an install. Mm-hmm. We have everything sent to a receiving center inspected, and then we bring it all out and do it at once. Yeah. And it's super fun. It is. Yeah. I mean, it really is an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so fun. And there, there's so every client, every project is so different like it is never the same. Well, and which is challenging because sometimes making the processes for a business where your client, it could be completely different mm-hmm. has, has been very challenging. challenging. Yeah. For us to figure out how to rein people in, mm-hmm. but still let people be who they are and have the home yeah. that they want. Yeah. It definitely keeps us on our toes. Yeah. It's never boring. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you to our clients for keeping us just <laughs> keeping things spicy. We love that. So how would you say, I actually think this is interesting because at the beginning, you had a very specific style and then 
was it hard for you to now say, okay, this isn't necessarily always what I would do, mm-hmm. but it's still a good choice for this person. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at, at the beginning, I kind of feel like you're like to the client in your mind, you're like, you need to just trust me. I know better than you. Mm-hmm. And this is what I feel like is going to look good, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think as we did more and more projects, you kind of have to remove the emotional pull away from yourself and be like, okay, I need to be in their mind. And I still want to tell you what my opinion is, but I'm also going to take your thoughts and your design style and your feelings and functionality of your home into account. Mm -hmm. And that may not always be what I want to do, but it makes the most sense. Yeah. And I think that our styles have evolved too. You know, at the beginning, I think that we were I mean, we were living in a world of blogs and trends Mm -hmm, and everything mm -hmm. was just like super colorful and Mm -hmm. crazy patterns. And it was, it was so much of hot Yeah. Just all you guys remember. I'm sure a lot of you do. (laughs) Um, and then I think your personal style evolved, my personal style evolved. And I do think that we, I do think that there have been like some foundations though, in both of our styles that have always stayed the same. Don't you think? Well, I've always been a neutral heavy on texture. Yeah, that's true. And you've always been more of like pattern uh, and color a little bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it is true. And I'm like more like modern, Mm -hmm. rustic, sophisticated, and you're way more casual. Yeah. Little, yeah. Fun. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think that's still the same. You're right. Yeah. That's definitely still the same, but it is, it has been fun to see you be able to do things that are Mm. out of that realm. Do you know what I mean? Because when you first came on, I think that was hard, a little bit harder. For sure. Like it was always like, let's keep it neutral and textured. Yeah. And that just didn't work for everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. so to, to see you be able to do other Mm -hmm. things. Oh yeah. I let a lot go. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Even like, like our designers, I will be straight up. Like, I hate that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. Even if you think it looks good, I can't. Yeah. So like, I'm not afraid to like say how I feel, but then I'm also like more flexible than I used to well, be. Well, I think what you are is you're better at respecting that not everybody feels the same way. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's a good and way that design it. is so subjective and can mm-hmm. be beautiful in so many different ways. Yeah, totally. That I think that has been a lot of growth. And I mean, I have had to do that too, but I think for you, it's been, you've grown a lot mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm. regard, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you like what you like. Yeah. That's great. I guess so. It's a skill too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I would say that, and you would agree that continuous learning is crucial for this profession. How do you, how are you doing that now? Especially now that you're not in the weeds of the design. How, how do you feel like you continue to stay on top of what's going on in the design world? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I do feel like, um, I mean, we have tons of continuing education things Mm -hmm. for our designers at the office and stuff, which I think is really helpful and just collaborating with them on the projects and keeping up on, you know, what, what this project entails and where is it at? What style of home is this, you know, and Mm -hmm. helping the girls research that and making sure that, you know, we're designing the home for the neighborhood and the the, location, the location, Mm -hmm. you know, just as much as, 
you know, we are what the client wants, but, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, w- I spend so much time on Pinterest and I love, I still have so many design books that I still read. And I would probably say even more so now in my life would be travel too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, um, architecture is so inspiring to me. And I feel like that's probably mm-hmm. the biggest aspect of where I get that inspiration is travel, which I didn't really at the beginning, you know, of our business, I, our family didn't travel as much. We didn't have the means to do that as much, Mm -hmm. I would say, but, but like even growing up too, like my family has always traveled a lot. Like that's always been important to spend time together, you know, going around the world and stuff. So I think that that's probably the biggest source, Mm -hmm. I would say. It is fun because I think in Utah, it becomes very same, same. We see a lot of the same things. And so I agree. Like anytime I get out of Utah, I'm, I mean, you should have seen me even in Disney world, like (laughs) my poor sisters. I was like, you guys, because we went to Epcot, which I felt like I was, you know, traveling the world. Europe. Yeah. And I'm just like, but it was so fun because there's all these different architecture styles, but I get what you're saying. And that's goes to any time that I leave to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, these homes are different. There's some different here like we were just in palm beach and i was obsessed with how they had crushed shells and put them into all of the pavers like you Mm -hmm. don't see that here but i just it's just so anytime you go somewhere else outside of utah i just think your mind is open so much so much yeah my favorite city right now at the time is charleston Mm -hmm. i just feel like when we went there a few years ago i was just like this place is insane like just even the like the downtown and the homes and I don't, I just like, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like we just wandered the streets for days because you just I was become just become like, alive again. Yeah. yeah. That we did. I went to Williamsburg a few years ago and I was, I couldn't even believe my eyes. Like I was like, <laughs> what is happening? I know. And I'm just like, what? They have gas lanterns yeah. everywhere. And I'm just like, how, why, why? I love how they appreciate that. Like, yeah. what is this? I just like, came home thinking about my home different. Like it uh-huh. helps you reset the way that you even view the the four walls you live in every day. Yeah, it's true. So I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. And then also that translates, you know, into our clients too. Like, mm-hmm. so we want to bring them new and fresh ideas that not, you know, every everybody is doing their neighbors doing or whatever, especially in Utah, because there's so many designers. And I feel like also there's so many people that care about what their home looks like. Yes. To Utah's credit, people here try really hard to, mm-hmm. to make their homes special yeah, like that to them. is a priority to yeah. people is that, you know, living in a beautiful space is, you know, high priority. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a good thing Yeah, for us. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, let's talk about what exciting projects do we have coming up, Erin? <laughs> we have a parade home that will yes. be amazing. I mean, our parade home is a pretty big deal right now. We're spending most of our time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will be in the Utah County parade and that's going to be pretty exciting. It's probably the biggest house we've ever designed. Yes. And it has a it's real point Alpine. of view, which I love. Yes. It's, it's definitely got a point of view. It's definitely different than, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the projects that we've done. So it's been really fun. Yeah. We're so that's ho- a good one. We're hoping to get a wallpaper line out this year. Yes. That's yes, super it's exciting. It's very exciting. It's been, you it's know, hard. It's a, I, I think that we always think, oh, that's easy. Yeah. And then we get into it. This is with everything. And then of course it's not. Yeah, and it takes like, some wait, back and forth. And, <laughs> yes, so we're, yeah. we're working on that. Right. We're, we're going to get that it's a work in progress. Yeah. But just so that, you know, once it comes out, we have really, really thought about it and we're really yeah. 
putting a lot of our want to time into something it. good. Yeah. We love wallpaper. Yeah. We still love wallpaper. That's We've true. always loved it. I think another really fun project that I love right now is, um, we have a client in New York who's doing like remodeling a historical home and it's, it's so amazing. fun. It's so fun. And I'm just like, uh, like it's not a design style that I would probably ever do for myself, but it is so fun mm-hmm. to be able to design something, you know, that you've never designed before and get yeah. into those styles and the research, the, the home and it, you yeah. know, it's pretty amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We have some really fun projects right now. Yeah. So yeah, things are, life is great. Yeah. We're going places. Everything's amazing. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions. This is okay. things we ask everybody since okay. you're a guest here. Okay. And I don't think that you're prepared. I should have, I should have prepared myself. I mean, I yeah. know I, I listened to all your yeah, podcasts, you so. know, okay. But yeah. this, this won't be hard for you and I'll help you because okay. I know you so well. Thank you. So, okay. What are your three favorite things right now? Mm, just like in any category, literally anything. I mean, okay. I, I could guess for you. Okay. okay. Maybe I'm gonna, guess. I'm going to say Highland cows. I mean, yes. Yes. Just in all varieties and all everything just about them. Any type of miniature animal. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just love farm life. It's yeah. like my, my yeah. love. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It is like such a good like outlet and almost like they're almost like therapy animals for me. Like mm-hmm. I love spending time good with them. For you. Yeah. I love to take care of them. I love like researching how to take care of them and what they need. Yeah. Anyways, I just love farm animals. Okay. So miniature animals. That's great. Yes. Okay. What else? I mean, I love you BBC. Love? Yes. Okay. I don't know why I'm kind of weird like that. I love, um, <laughs> this farm show on BBC. Uh, what's it called? I'm such a farm nerd. Um, it's called the farming life, the farming life. Okay. On B- B- BBC. Yeah. Okay, shout but out. It's so amazing. Cause they go, they like every season, they like follow like three farming families and mm. what their life is like and all the work that they do, but also it's all in Europe. And so like Ugh. the farms and the views and like most of them are in Scotland and it's just, it's insane. It's so beautiful. Mm. So it's, that's probably my favorite show. Yeah. Right now. I actually get, I know like travel's great, but I get so inspired on TV. Yeah. I really feel like I'm there. Like, I'm just like, I'll, I'll get off the treadmill and be like, oh my gosh, I was in Connecticut this morning on this. And it was incredible. Like, I really yeah, feel. I mean, you send I us Marco Polo's I do. all the time. I do. I'm always like screenshotting. I'm like, look at this. this is amazing. So I think that would be a really cool show. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. it's true. There is, there's lots of exposure you can get mm-hmm. from all the reality TV nowadays. Seriously. Yeah. It's an amazing world. Okay. Any like products? That you, I know you use a lot of great skin stuff that you love. Yeah. I mean, I love right now. I mainly what I wear every day without fail is like a mixture between like a a glow highlighter cream Mm -hmm. with a couple, like a squirt of a tinted sunscreen. Great. Which one? Which sunscreen? Um, I think it's the Dermalogica one. Okay. And then, um, why can't I think of it? Oh, and then a dot, like a, just a tiny dot of foundation. And it's literally like the L'Oreal drugstore foundation. Like it's my favorite foundation. I will never. Awesome. How come you don't just use the L'Oreal foundation? Because it's not, you don't like it as much. No. What do you mean? Like just that by itself? Oh, (laughs) 
I thought you were saying that mixture that you create is just the same as the L'Oreal foundation. Oh, I was no, like, no, no. well, you could just buy the foundation then. Oh, no, no, no. Like oh, I add that that's foundation. That's the one that you add. It's I just see. like a little bit of it just, just to, for like, the color. Yeah, just yeah. for the color. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. So I've really been looking into like intuitive eating. Oh, I have the book. I should give you it to do? you. Well, well because- I got it on Audible. Oh, okay. But I just barely, barely have been like dipping my toes into mm. it. My cousin is like really into it. Cam's wife. Yeah. And so I've been kind of like messaging her about it or anything, but it's really intriguing to me just because I've been really focusing on like Mm. self-care and you know my mental health Mm -hmm. and I feel like maybe this would be a good route for me but I don't know much about it so anyways but I'm kind of diving into that and I'm excited about it love that um yeah I think that anything like that that changes your mindset yeah is helpful you know like you will look at things differently I'm doing that right now with money I'm like on a money journey yeah and I (laughs) and I just feel like I look at the world different you know it's like how it's gonna be yeah yeah. yeah, for one month I've been yeah, for looking at month, the world I'm different. Just so impressed. Yeah, it's very it's exciting. Hard. One, it's hard to do something consistently for one month. Yeah, so. and you know Good what? Erin and I are similar in that we just. Sorry, this is not about me. This is about you. But <laughs> we just really love and appreciate things. The the things I mean, just that pretty are pretty. Things. The pretty things. Yeah. And we're not even that like new products, like the experience of trying something that's like mm-hmm. new or, I mean, we love skin stuff and clothes and I mean, it's all the things that just, it does something for us. Like I feel that drugs do consumers. for people. Yeah. Yeah. We are consumers. Yeah, we are. But, um, you know, sometimes I think we just consume to consume. So that's what I'm trying it's to be. True. Better there at. is a fine line. Also, I think like this is one of the biggest challenges I think for me as being a designer is that we are exposed to so many beautiful things that it's really hard to say to myself, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want that to look at it every day, yes. but I can't. And that's okay. I, right. I don't need to. Like we really had to like, and it's constant. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like I've gotten better at it. Like I still, I'm better at like managing like what I can afford obviously <laughs> yeah. versus what I can't. But like always I'm like, Oh, I love that maybe where do I need maybe that in my I life? I should have it. Yeah, yeah. Where can I put that in my life? And then we're just like looking for places to put things because we just mm-hmm. need that marble sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I know every time I send something to like our other friend, Aaron will be like, but what, where should I put that? <laughs> but like, what about me? Like I need that. What so. I do that to our designers all the time too. Yeah. They like, will come with this amazing idea and I'm like, that's amazing. And now for uh, me now, how should I do that in my house? Yeah. I'm sure they're just like, you're not the client. I could put Aaron. that in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, we're also running out of spaces. Like it's I think true. we've lived in our houses now enough that it's like, I now have to say it's not meant for this home, yeah. you know, maybe another yeah. home, but not this one. Yeah. But yeah. that is definitely a constant struggle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, needs and wants, needs and wants all the things. Okay. Do you, what are your daily non-negotiables? What are the things that you, or not even that like you have to do, but that your day is made better by I mean, daily non-negotiables. I mean, I, I stretch a lot in the mornings. Mm. I'm a side sleeper and my shoulders hurt so much all the time. Like I need to learn to sleep on my back, but so I stretch probably every morning. Like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't stretch. Also, I drink perk every day. Which flavor is your favorite? I love perk. Um, I mean, just the classic chai is really good, but I also love the new 
I don't know if it's like mocha. Mm. It's so good. You're a drink girl. You I love drinks. I am drinks. a drink girl. Yeah. So anyways, I love perk. It's my thing. Okay. So like a perk every day and a nice stretch and you're good to go. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty easy. I mean, that's right? you're easy. You're easy. Yeah. Like if I could yeah. wear sweats and no makeup every day, I would. Yes. You love a casual <laughs> life. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I feel like just, I think like a nice long sleep in would be ideal yeah. for you. I actually like, I really do like slow mornings. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I have to have, I do better with a slow morning. Like yeah. if I am rushed in the morning, it kind of like makes me anxious like for the whole, the whole day off. Yeah. 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 That makes so. sense. But then sometimes you come alive at night in ways that I can it's never true. do. And I'm, it's so impressive. Like you'll, I'm just like, it's in like bed, sometimes I my lights are vampire. off and you're like, I'm starting a project, you know, <laughs> anytime it's holiday decorating time, you always do it in the night. I do. And it's crazy. My oldest son and my husband are always like, why? Because it's like, 9 30 and I'm like wait can you move that tree for me I need that pot moved move yeah. the chair like all these things and, and everyone's tired yeah but not everyone's you. tired not you you're ready I gotta hang this last garland yeah. <laughs> my life won't be complete I can't sleep without it up okay well that's great what is something that you could confess to being ignorant about that you want to learn more about? Oh. Well, you just said intuitive eating, which That's is true. You could, that could be your thing. Yeah, like some of my answers go with multiple, multiple of these questions, mm-hmm. but yeah, intuitive eating, I'm definitely ignorant about, but I am anxious to like get into it. I, I'm intrigued by it. What about like a farming thing? I feel like there's always something new that you want to get into. Yes. Like learn about. I, I mean, mean, I know you want to reproduce cows. That's like a thing that I you're. I do. We are going to breed our Highland cows soon. Yeah. Or miniature Highland cows. Um, something I'm ignorant about. So, I mean, we've been raising animals for meat, you know? Yeah. So, like, we did cows. We did the whole beef thing. And now we're on a pig journey. Right. And so, I have been learning a lot about pigs. Mm-hmm. So, we are going to slaughter our pigs in July. And so, we've been having to, like, make an appointment for the slaughter. Mm. You know? And I know nothing and it's kind of embarrassing talk talking to the slaughter people like okay well like where does the bacon come from and how mm, much where like does you the sausage learn about come from pig's anatomy yeah because you got to learn like where oh. what cut of meat comes from what cut part of the body so that you can ask for what type of cuts that you want oh yes i never would have thought about that right? i would have just said slaughter my pig please <laughs> it's <laughs> give me some like, bacon super stressful because i'm like well i don't know like what like I like, do I want sausage links or do you want Canadian bacon or pork chops? Mm. You can't have both. You can it's only coming have from one. the same part. Yeah, because it's coming from the same. But you part have of the three pig. pigs, so you could also like mix it up, maybe. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, you have to like sit down and like write it all out, like every oh. type, single cut that you want and how much of each. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, it's what a mind trip! Well, I like Canadian bacon. In case you're wondering, what okay. my preference. Okay, are. okay, maybe so I can you could, like ask some, some friends. Canadian yeah. bacon for you. <laughs> well, um, like good luck with that journey of Thank you. pig, yeah. pig knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I know I, I can't it's help kind you. Kind of a weird one, but that's cool. Know. Yeah, and that makes sense. Because then you can go in, you know, I mean, you're maybe going to just do this once. Yeah. So you want to get it right. My husband hasn't loved the pigs. Yeah. And I don't think we have like enough land for the pigs. Like I need more space because they are stinky and mm-hmm. I don't just spread them out a little bit. Yeah. We just need a little bit more space mm-hmm. anyways. So I don't think that we will do pigs again in this house, but yeah. maybe somewhere else. Okay. Next home. 
Okay. Well, thank you for being here. This was so yeah. great. Um, so fun. You were a lovely guest. And it's always easy and fun to talk about our business yeah, and our friendship. I know. When so. we were planning, we were like, well, we could just talk for hours. We so. could. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this was a good introductory to mm-hmm. our business and our friendship and um, yeah. pigs. So thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Also make sure that you like and subscribe and share with a friend. If